0: I thought you were, I mean, you were a New Yorker until recently, because I was trying to set up an interview since the last album. Oh, wow. And I thought it would be much easier, because I thought you were local.
1: Yeah, I lived just down the street from here for, like, 14 years. Yeah, what happened? Um, you no. no, I, uh, I moved. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> I moved, I moved a couple hours north of the city. Okay. And I bought a house with a friend of mine, who also is a longtime Green Pointer. Yeah. Um, and he has, has a kind of, we both were in living situations that were kind of tenuous and he lives in a place that was a commercial space and then he turned it into a commercial space. So he wanted to have an actual house instead of living in his store slash yeah. studio. And it seems like boring, but we, no, no, so, it's not at yeah. all.
0: I mean, it's not to be, cause it seems like every, like, it seems like every New York situation is tenuous in some it is Way a little another. bit.
1: Like I was just saying about this place. It's just like yeah. always it's just like some something. It's some like catch. a hobble or something yeah. at this point, right? Just know. like
0: drifters coming through town, your I friends know. moving out and yeah.
1: um
0: no, but th- I mean that you know that was sort of um I was telling you before that I like lost my job on Friday and then and this is sort of I mean it's all like really fresh right now, but I've I'm I've been in publishing for a long time, so like I've been through this before. Yeah. And that sort of that's the first thing you start thinking about especially when you're in new york city is like okay well what is keeping me here especially you know i mean for a while it was like if you're in publishing you have to be here right and now i'm freelancing so
1: yeah it's interesting i was with i was having dinner with a couple friends last night who both live in greenpoint and have lived in greenpoint for over a decade and one of them was saying, you know, okay, where am I going to go? You know, he's got yeah. like a serious girlfriend. He's like, where are we going to move to? Yeah. And then he's listing these cities. I was like, what? Like, you don't want to live there. But you he know? was
0: saying that like New York, it just isn't an option yeah. for him anymore. Right.
1: Yeah. He doesn't have, he's kind of, he got, he got, he has a, he doesn't have a job right now. And yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah been, well, that's, yeah. Well, your friend is moving to Detroit, which is, seems I, to be a thing to do.
1: Well, yeah. And he's buying a house for $70,000. Yeah. 70000 Yeah. I mean, it's crazy.
0: But what, why is he going
1: to do there? I don't know exactly. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, once you, once you bought a house, you're kind of okay. Not doing a lot for I a guess, while,
1: but you have to, as I've learned now, like, yeah. you know, there's always a problem with a house. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, Oh, I'm set up for life now. It's just like, there's just so much to worry have about. Have you gone back about.
0: and have you, have you rewatched the money pit? Like,
1: I I say word I use the term money pit yeah. all the time, but now I haven't will going back to rewatch.
0: It. What's the? I big, live it. I live it. What's I don't like need to the re-watch big? It. What's been your biggest headache since moving in?
1: Um. Oh my gosh, you need. I mean, everything from like the groundhogs living under the deck to you know a leak in the yeah. roof and you know the heater breaking and. Clogs, sink you know just everything literally everything yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: and then it's winter so everything is like yeah. tenfold are you are you handy or are you handier I'm, than you were
1: I'm handier I'm learning like yeah. my friend Milton who I have the house with is very handy and prides himself on like learning more and more and being like super DIY it's kind of like, yeah his family is like that and so he's kind of forcing me to do things like, like we you know put insulation in the attic ourselves that, know, that kind of stuff. I hope for. you wore a mask. There, we wore a mask. Right. Yeah, okay. but just it's something I wouldn't normally have thought. Yeah. I, I don't know how to do that, you know, but it actually... Yeah, it's None nice. of that stuff is that complicated. No,
0: but... And it's nice. It's, like, just nice, like, oh, now I have a skill. Like, now I'm, like, more of a real person at this point, <laughs> yeah. right? Now like, I
1: can crawl around on my hands and knees and roll out pink stuff. You
0: say that, like, it's not an important <laughs> thing to know. But, I mean, I'm sure that, like, you tell your, you know, a lot of your musician friends or a lot of your artist friends that, like, yeah, like, I... I know how to do insulation yeah. now well
1: I can paint a room now too yeah. which I, I wasn't I'm not sure if you've told
0: people before. that and they've been impressed by that I'm sure
1: hmm <laughs> no <laughs> Milton really wants me to start learning how to glaze windows I don't <laughs> even know what that really... means is that like, just insulation or? no like <laughs> we have all these old windows yeah. and they need re-glazing they need like the stuff that holds the glass to the wood, like oh, the, like, like we're an looking epoxy at these. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm like window glazer. It's...
0: How how big is the town that you're in now?
1: I don't know how many people live there. There's no real town. It's just like okay. a gas station and a
0: oh wow, so take out Chinese place. You and... went you you went for it.
1: There are there there are town towns you know twenty minutes away.
0: Yeah. Are you? How much are you traveling at this point? I mean, you're. I mean, you're kind of technically on tour right now.
1: But the tours. Yeah, I'm going to be traveling a lot over the next six months.
0: Yeah. So it's, you just kind of need a place to, like, hang your hat Basically, when you're not touring.
1: Basically, yeah, for a couple days. Yeah. yeah.
0: What? What? Uh, so the last album was 2013, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's your life been like? I mean, aside from the the touring, what has your life been like in the meantime?
1: Um, I did a lot of work on because we got the house in twenty thirteen, so oh, okay. that kind of took up a lot of time. I spent a lot of time yeah. and energy, like getting the working on the house and making it feel like home. And
0: was the house like? Were you were you like okay? Well, I'm going to take a break from the the. Difficulty that is like touring and being musician, and I'm just gonna do the super easy thing of buying a house. Uh,
1: I don't. I mean, the timing worked out well, but yeah, it
0: just seems like a lot to take on the same year that you you put your album out.
1: Well, twenty, yeah. I don't, the timing of it is. I didn't do as much touring as maybe I had hoped to do. In yeah. fact, and I don't know if that was because. I spent all this time on the house. I don't think so. I just didn't... This... this Because the album came out in the summer, it's like we just toured in the summer and then a little bit in the fall. But I think because this new album's coming out in January, it's set up much better to kind of tour for the whole year. Yeah. And then come November, I'll be done kind of thing.
0: But you need, but you needed to get out of the city. Was that kind of the overarching yeah. drive? Yeah. What... Yeah. To, I mean, after 10 years, what... I guess, what what was your it breaking It was just point? a
1: combination of things. I mean, I had to leave where I was living and um, starting to look at what I could afford. And, you know, yeah. I, I couldn't afford anything, really, yeah. that I w- would want to... I didn't want to go back to a situation of living with a bunch of roommates. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to live in a neighborhood that I didn't necessarily know or like. I didn't, you know... And then, like I said, my friend wanted to have a, buy a place and... Another friend had moved to this part of um, Ulster County that is really beautiful, and was building a house. And it just seemed like, and we stumbled upon this really weird place. Yeah, but it wasn't. Nobody but it wasn't, like want, I, but it
0: wasn't like I need to get out of New York City right it now. It wasn't,
1: except you know, I have to say the last really long tour I did right after the last album came out. It was the first time I ever came back to New York and thought and it just didn't like coming back to hmm. it, you know, and I'd, I'd always loved coming back to New York. Um, and it was the first time I was kind of looking around, you know, I, I remember going to Williamsburg to have something to eat with my bandmates. Yeah. And we're all kind of like in a daze because we'd been gone for over a month. And and we're just like, wow, there's so many people. and. Like, I hate it here. Like,
0: well, like we just didn't... It just. But it wasn't like it didn't, it didn't change good. that much in that month. It, it, I mean, it probably you must have changed, Yeah, right? I,
1: I think I just didn't need yeah. to be surrounded by so much stuff all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that... I wasn't like, I need to get out of here now. But that was the first time I thought, oh, I don't... I don't... This doesn't feel good.
0: Yeah. I had a weird... I went to school in Santa Cruz and then, uh-huh. you know, moved out here like pretty much immediately after. And then I had this weird moment when I went. I don't know if you spent any time out there, but it's like, yeah. you know, it's like in the woods, right? Yeah, the school really, is in the middle of the woods. Really beautiful. And and it, I, had a, I had a really weird moment when I first went back and it never even occurred to me, but I was like, oh, I, I guess I haven't seen like darkness in <laughs> like a year. Right. You know, it's, it's, you sort of don't. You kind of don't know that you're missing like silence or darkness yeah. or even like the fact that like even like I mean like Greenpoint or where I am in Astoria that like even in like more neighborhoody places that they're there's just always somebody on the street yeah it's
1: um which I I like I mean I, I still guess it's like safe that. safer in a yeah. sense yeah but there was definitely a shift where I was spending more time in the city and less time upstate and then slowly i started spending more time upstate and after i was in the city for a couple of days i just couldn't wait to get yeah back up, up to where it was quiet yeah. and dark
0: do you, do you get bored easily no no what it would, no, i mean I, yeah no. what, what is what is <laughs> i mean what is when you're not on tour what does a day look like for you
1: oh my gosh if i'm just at home by myself yeah. which is which happens a lot actually um I don't know where I... You know, I like to go for, like, long walks. (laughs) This sounds like a a dating profile all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. But it's true. It's just... uh, I'll try to go for, like, some kind of hike. Yeah. I'm kind of surrounded by um, a couple of state parks and preserves. And it's really... It's just really beautiful. I mean, that's that's one of the best things about living up there for me. Um, There are endless chores... The place where i live is on four acres and there's four buildings including this really big factory building um so i could just be like i don't know what's the expression uh puttering around all all day like i could be endlessly puttering around and moving things and cleaning things i could do that all day in the summer i could mow the lawn for four hours
0: well you have that much lawn yeah wow um. <laughs> uh, but no, but I mean that's something that's like that I'm like remembering like, with a push mower it would take. Oh goodness, <laughs> you you don't have a gas mower. We
1: we, it's a gas mower, but I sorry, I mean we have a riding mower and a. Oh okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. use the riding mower. That seems like it'd be fun. I, it's not working all the time. Oh,
0: actually. Okay. I but no, but I mean this again. This is something because I you know before I had my last job I, I was freelancing and this is something that's like quickly dawning on me again um is like how much time we spend just like keeping ourselves occupied during the day (laughs) right when you don't have like a like a a full-time job it's just sort of like i hate these word passing the time because that's kind of depressing but it's just like sort of in between things finding ways to sort of fill up your time
1: right i mean i'm really good at
0: yeah filling up like
1: cooking making food for like day you know like planning meals mm-hmm. and preparing food and um, yeah no i don't have I ti- i don't have a problem like yeah. filling up the time but then if i want if i'm actually working you know it's just like i could be spending 3 hours on my computer kind of doing emails and planning yeah. things and organizing things cuz i don't have a manager or team oh. manager or anything so
0: is that by choice
1: uh it is now <laughs> yeah i was working with somebody for a while who actually fired me.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, the person the, who you were paying fired you?
1: Well, I wasn't really paying him that much. Yeah. I mean, that was to Part his... Part Yeah. 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 Um, but, so yeah, so I'm not working with anybody right now. Yeah. So that, that takes up some time.
0: But it sounds like you enjoy it in a way. I mean, are you a little like micromanage I When like, it comes to your own schedule?
1: I wouldn't say that. I mean, I like, I need to know what's going on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but, but to actually like, but to actually like have control of it versus outsourcing it to somebody oh, else. Oh, sure. I just,
1: I'm not in a position where I feel like it's like, a, it's m- enough work to do that. Yeah. Quite yet. I'm just somewhere in the middle, you yeah. know? Are you. Sorry, there's a dog barking.
0: That's fine. <laughs> it's ambiance. Do you, I mean, do you have to force yourself to, I mean, do you, do you when, do you, do you consider playing guitar do you consider like writing songs work at this oh, point? oh yeah yeah it is and yeah, you, have, yeah, do you yeah. have to do the like force yourself to sit down and spend yeah. a few
1: yeah i mean hopefully it's not forcing you know yeah. hopefully it's like oh sometimes, sometimes I'm it is right sometimes sometimes it is yeah especially if you know i just did six shows by myself um in the uk and one in barcelona and that was like i had to force myself to practice every day for a week hmm. you know
0: just because you didn't have kind of a band to lean on at all, or yeah,
1: it's just something you know. I have to practice. That's yeah. like any, you know, I have to practice, and that's not something I don't enjoy practicing. <laughs> so, uh,
0: do you enjoy playing alone, like alone, alone,
1: uh, in front of an audience? Yeah,
0: I get well. well okay. So now I want to ask. I both mean, I questions. enjoy I
1: enjoy playing alone for fun. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I enjoy playing with other people more.
0: What What's the difference between playing alone and, and practicing?
1: Um I like to say that when I'm playing alone it's more like stand up comedy. Although
0: I've no idea what you mean by that.
1: And it just feels more like performance art. I'm not a very skilled guitar player. Yeah. And so it's 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 hard for me. It's really like it takes a lot of concentration. It's like this weird, really hard balance of being totally focused and also relaxed enough to be able to do it. And it's just, it's just hard
0: Even when they're your own songs, it's still hard? Oh, yeah Yeah It's uh,
1: hard, being able to, like, accompany yourself well is yeah. Is really hard
0: Yeah, huh, so you don't
1: Because I miss, you know, I mean, I, I like, I enjoy singing And, uh, and I love playing guitar, too, but I just, it's Doing both well is hard Yeah It's actually hard
0: Well, I guess you, because, because you're well, uh, with, are, did you write the songs yourself or was it, mm-hmm. it okay? But, but you're writing them like with the knowledge that it, some like other people are going to be playing along. Oh, yeah, that. totally. So you're not necessarily like playing the strengths <laughs> of like at some point I'm going to be sitting down on stage doing both of these things at the same time.
1: Well, no, actually, I mean, I went about this album and and pretty much the last album, too, with the thought in mind, like I have to be able to play all these songs myself. Yeah. If I have to, you know, I yeah. need to be able to do that. So I wrote all the songs on the guitar so I could do that. But <clears throat> sometimes, and as I'm working on the songs, I'm thinking about, oh, you know, the, another guitar is going to do this. The keyboards okay. are going to do this, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I know exactly what that is. Sometimes I have no idea what that's going to be Yeah. for the record. <laughs> um, and so for this album, I was working with these guys who I'd been touring with for the last album. And I had all the songs ready to go to kind of show them and sometimes I had demos sometimes I just sat in the room with them and said okay here's the song here's how yeah. it goes and gave them a lot of freedom to to come up with their own parts and figure out how we were going to arrange the songs
0: so w- w- the, the, but the first solo record was a little more collaborative in terms of
1: no that was that I wouldn't say that I worked with a producer but you know I, I wrote those songs mostly on a keyboard and I had demos for all the songs and we used those demos as like a starting point yeah for the you know for what became the record
0: you were you de- you definitely weren't eager to jump back into like a full band situation though at any point it sounds like you like really just wanted to have your songs be your songs
1: well I, for the first record i just i didn't really know what i was doing to yeah. be honest i was just trying to see if i could make a record myself yeah. you know and myself, meaning actually working with, like, very closely with a producer who, his name's Eric Brusek, and he he plays a lot of instruments and has a great network of other musician friends who pl- ended up playing on the album. But so, after we, you know, really, you know, laid out exactly what was going to happen yeah. on each song, you know.
0: So, so. I don't do know
1: you if you play music, if this makes I, any I'm, sense. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not
0: good at it. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course it makes sense, but, um, but what, what. Uh, at what, what what point did you... Was it just the next album? You just went full guitar? Or are you still... Yeah,
1: no, no. I just thought it... Like I said, I thought it... In order to be able to be flexible with, yeah. like, you know, playing I shows by play yourself, myself yeah. or whatever, I, I just thought, oh, I need to... I need to write these songs all on the guitar so that I could actually perform them myself. Yeah.
0: But that has to pretty significantly alter the songwriting when it's a di- different instrument.
1: Yeah. No, I I think I actually just... Figured out how to write songs better, <laughs> you know, than than before. You which... think
0: that the guitar, the, the the switch between guitar and piano, was kind of like incidental in a way?
1: No, it wasn't incidental. It was it was, um... but it didn't
0: have as profound an impact on the songwriting as the fact that you just became a better songwriter in the process. I
1: think it helped me just know how to structure songs better.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know if that makes any sense. The, messing around on a keyboard and on my computer is a lot more kind of loose and free and yeah. like uh as opposed to sitting down and like you know figuring out different chord progressions and putting a melody over the top of that i don't know it's just there's there's a lot more structure in that for me
0: well the was the piano was your was your first instrument like just well period, it's like or... a two three-year-old well, yeah. four-year-old yeah no 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 yeah. i mean i asked that because like i think that you know, like, the way the way you framed it a little bit is, like, well, you know, this thing is messing around, and, like, you can't mess around on a guitar as much, and I think it's because it's, like, maybe you're not as natural no, with the guitar. No, it's just the way
1: a keyboard works and the okay. way a guitar works. I'm a worse piano player than I am a guitar player. Oh, are you? Player. Okay, because yeah. <laughs> I just, like, I've heard
0: people, like, talk about messing around on the guitar. Right.
1: No, it's... But this- I guess
0: you can't putter the keyboard. on the guitar. Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: I don't... I'm not explaining this that well. Maybe. No, that makes
0: sense. Because you actually have to... Like, all of your fingers have to be in place when you're playing
1: the guitar. Yeah, there's that. The keyboard allows you just to... You know, you can just play... Well, you can play one note at a time yeah. on, the, on the guitar, too. It just... It it's, gives you a different sort of freedom. I don't know.
0: No, but you can literally, like, just sit there with the piano in front of you and just like hit keys around a little bit and then start to like build something around that
1: someone's gonna hear this be like, what is she talking about? No, no, I think it no, it makes
0: like you know, I'm like I I I cannot I, I can play a guitar a little bit I cannot play the piano at all but I can certainly right. sit in front of a piano and like right hit stuff well and I can then... play chords on a piano too but well I'm not I... suggesting you can't play but no but but you can but tinkering is probably the right word right you can just yeah. sort of like
1: well and also you know I was messing around with like beats and you know oh, yeah. computer stuff yeah whereas for the last couple albums I haven't it's just been like me sitting down with the guitar
0: have have you. uh so, so you actually like play around the computer, like even like divorced of the piano, you were just kind of messing around with like GarageBand, yeah, or whatever. totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did nothing. Really, nothing really came of that, though.
1: No, no, no it did. a lot. Came of yeah. it actually, yeah. No, it did, and it was fun to make demos and play bass parts and play keyboard parts and all yeah. that stuff. That, but knowing that I was going to work with a group of musicians for this album, I didn't do that. I did, you know, maybe made demos like that for a couple of songs, but to me it was just a waste of time you know when i yeah. wanted them to contribute to the arrangements
0: i do you have do you end up having like a, like definite or semi definite timeline of like like i kind of haven't like i've been fucking around for a while i haven't put out an album like okay i need to be serious about getting all of this stuff together
1: um yeah it's funny i know i've not i can't think of i've like, given myself deadlines for these things it always yeah. just kind of you know i had a f- I had a project that I was working on in between the last album and this album, and I kind of was a little lazy. I should have been working on this album much sooner, I think. But in the back of my mind, I thought, well, when I'm done with that project, then I'll really get into the record. Yeah. And that and that is what ended up happening. Like, I was doing these shows with the Warhol Museum um, where I was performing with five, four other musicians, yeah. and we were scoring these Warhol
0: films. Yeah, you were working with... Uh uh, what's his face? The, um, <laughs> Tom you know what's Verlay- his name? Dean Wareham and uh, Tom
1: Verlaine and Bradford. Cox oh, you were, oh, yeah, I was and- gonna say
0: Bradford because I didn't realize Tom Verlaine was in the. Yeah, that's pretty. And Martin Reff. Reff. Yeah, it
1: was that fun. Was, oh, and Martin Rev. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. forgot? Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Yeah, that's he pretty was cool. Really cool.
0: That's a. I mean, if you're gonna like, you know, putter around, like that's a pretty. <laughs> no, that's that a pretty was, good that that wasn't of dudes to do That it. was
1: like a really great.
0: Yeah. Job, you but it's but it's not like in a way you were you you. I mean, you don't consider it it's it's a side thing for you and then like you've like got to get back to the real work of doing
1: well no that to me I thought I took it pretty seriously and I thought yeah. of it as like a really great job and we're doing more shows in the spring too um, and but you know knowing that was something I had like over a year to prepare for so yeah. like I said I should have been working on the album probably simultaneously yeah. and maybe I was a little bit but it was really when that was finished where I was like okay now this is when it has to really I've got to kick into gear here
0: D- did it make you <laughs> which I did which I did well obviously I mean you well had I kind of wish
1: the album came out you know that was in November and then in January I went to Los Angeles with, with these guys that I play with and we rehearsed for like seven weeks and then played a bunch of shows and then came back to New York in April and recorded last yeah. April and the record was finished June 1st but it didn't come out till just now so
0: yeah and enjoy. what
1: I've been doing in the meantime I have no idea <laughs>
0: Well, that, that, I mean, that's, that's annoying. It's, it's maybe, it's like not quite like a book publishing schedule, but it, I mean, that's got to be sort of like, I mean, in a way you're like done and it's in the, it's in the bank and yeah. then you got to like, you haven't, you probably hadn't even really quite thought about it all that much for a few months if you hadn't been actually going around and, and touring. Yeah, that. it's
1: strange. You get really, you know, you know, every, I don't know my new like, detail, every note and every sound yeah. and you listen to it obsessively and then then one day you just stop listening to it you know and now you know we're playing all this stuff again you know and it's been months
0: is it what's weird (laughs) do do you have to i mean is there like is there a day that you wake up and you're like i gotta go and i gotta listen to the record again oh yeah remind yourself Yeah, yeah, yeah i
1: mean which i'll do like when i'm driving or
0: what was your um you know upon hearing it again for the first time in however many months what was your first thought
1: I was like, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs>
0: yes. I like her. <laughs> yeah, she's. Like, I like the. No,
1: no, I'm. I'm really happy with the way it turned out. So yeah. It sounds
0: good. The um, <laughs> good. <I'm, laughs> like it sucks.
1: God, I hate it. No,
0: no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I, um, how do
1: I try to think about how other people? Yeah. Will react to it when I'm listening to it again.
0: And what? How do you? What are your thoughts on how it's like? I hate asking this question, but like, what are your thoughts on how it's different from the last one when you went back and listened to it? Like what, what, what of you has changed?
1: Um, I think it sounds a lot more, uh, I'm (laughs) trying to find the right adjective because I hate saying, I hate using the word organic. That's just the worst sound. But to me, it sounds more like, and because it is that like five people in a room playing music together. Yeah. Which is a, f- a which, fine word. There's yeah, nothing wrong with it. I, I, it sounds a lot more kind of loose and yeah. um I don't know. To me it sounds just I don't know. I listened to the other records and they sound kind of very tight and claustrophobic and this sounds a lot more open and
0: but if but if i mean like obviously you 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 wrote the songs and you presented them but in a way does it feel more like the work of a group of people in that like everybody
1: i hope so but i mean i think it really sounds like me i mean it's all my taste and you know i got to make all the decisions about how it sounds and you know so to me that I hear myself you know? Well yeah and, Yeah
0: I mean uh, Yeah and then like oh, You've got a very strong voice It's hard not It's hard but not well, to hear you and well, the...
1: uh, good I think but Yeah that, that, absolutely uh, um, No it, to me it sounds like a band You know Yeah Which is and, and by that I mean It sounds like There's actually people Human beings like Playing instruments In a room yeah. together
0: Does it feel like You've got Like a band now That it's not just A rotating
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it will last, but they they have their own band that they're trying to take seriously, and um, it's just it's a real relief to get to record with people and then tour with them too, because I've just I've never done that before. Um, it's always been like you know I try to find people to play with me as a solo artist. Yeah, and that just gets so kind of exhausting, and um, it's just this is so much better.
0: But doing the Warhol stuff, though, did that make you miss being more collaborative in the actual, like, creation of the music?
1: Did it say that again?
0: Well, um, going back and actually, like, you know, like, writing and creating music directly uh-huh. with that group of people. Oh,
1: no, that's sorry. I, I Maybe I misrepresented that. Oh, that, I, that was we, we wrote our own music, but it was, you know, a show with all five of us performing. Oh, everybody together. was. Okay, Everyone did their own. Okay, OK, OK. Yeah. All right. Um, that would have been crazy. Well, I, I
0: had know. Had I was like, I'm like, I gotta hear this. This <laughs> yeah. is incredible.
1: That would have been really, really crazy yeah. um, and fun. But no, we we all did our own okay. thing. Yeah. Do, uh, <laughs> do, do,
0: do you miss like? Do you miss the more kind of proper band structure as far as writing?
1: No, I mean because I was in a band for a long time with yeah. my brother, yeah. and that's just that was just the two of us yeah, really. Yeah. You know And my brother wrote The majority of the material um, And so No this To to me This last album Is m- The most kind of Band yeah. Thing I've ever done Yeah Cause even all the All the music You know That we recorded With Fiery Furnaces It was almost All my brother Playing You know all the overdubs Did you have We'd like, have different drummers
0: Did you have your, your Like George Harrison moment afterwards You're like oh, I got all this stuff Like I got all this stuff That I need to get out it,
1: I wish uh, But uh, <laughs> no I wouldn't say that I didn't have like A backlog of material yeah. At all It was It was really just me Saying like If I don't do this now I'll never do it yeah. And let me You know I, Let's see what I can do Kind of thing
0: Was there any ever? Was there ever Any question That it was going to be Your Your name And just your name On the project
1: Um yeah, you know, I mean I've told this story before, That's but fine. I well I think that, you know, when well, my we brother and explained I explained <laughs> what the website was at the beginning of the podcast,
0: you can tell the story you told before. Well my
1: brother and I when we first started the fiery furnaces, he wanted to use fake names. And I didn't. I thought that was really stupid, especially because we were actually brother and sister, <laughs> unlike other bands who claim to, to be brothers and sisters, It's sister, yeah. like, well, why don't we just use our name? You know, like, that's our... If we have a story, that's yeah. the story, you know? People
0: who made up names to be more like right. brother brother right. and sister in the band. That's oh. funny.
1: Anyway, so we uh, we kind of got into a little argument about that a long time ago. Yeah. And then it later was kind of a regret of mine to not have... Another name to just hmm. use sometimes, you know, instead of seeing my own name. I mean, I joked the other day, like uh, on the South Meyer show we played last night, had the, all the guests for the week were listed, and it was like my name was like the longest yeah, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. There's just something weird about seeing your name, your yeah. own name, somehow.
0: You've all. It's all. There's <laughs> also a lot of syllables in your name. That's
1: true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, would I, you know, I've thought, I've thought like, would I have had better. Luck in life. If I had like a shorter, snappier yeah. name, easier to say name, yeah. or something like that. Um, so it crossed my mind, but then everyone kind of people, you know, would, would if anybody knows me, you know, it'd be kind of stupid to start over with like yet a new name, and the smarter just use my own name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something I have thought about a lot.
0: Um. So, twenty thirteen. That the last album comes out, you you buy a house, <laughs> you move out <laughs> of the I city, and I bought a car too. Oh, and you bought a car. Well, you have to. Yeah. Once you're out in New York City, you gotta buy a car. Well, I had a van, but okay.
1: I needed a car too.
0: Um, we had a touring van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: Still have it parked on the street.
0: The, <laughs> the, you know, like so 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 okay so this okay I guess let me let me like kind of put into context this way like the the new album comes out and it's like you know when you yeah. are a music writer or when you are a music PR person
1: mm-hmm.
0: as in the press releases that I read around it, like you're going like, oh we gotta find a way to frame this thing. Yeah. Oh, um she just moved upstate, like Bob Dylan. <laughs> you know, right. Let's let Lita, let's, let, you know, let's talk about how this is like her like Woodstock Woodstock motorcycle <laughs> right. accident record. Right. Um but do you do you think that kind of getting out of the city and like being in a place where you're literally just like walking around the forest all day has mm-hmm. had a very <laughs> discernible impact on the songwriting.
1: It's so hard to say. I mean, you're not the first person to ask me that, but I mean, it's, it, it it's had to have, you know, freed me up in some way. I mean, at the very least, like it was just playing more music than I was before. Hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I have this big, there's this big factory building that we have next to the house and you know I've got like this big practice space in there and so like people come over and you know we have jam sessions yeah. <laughs> and you know I just, that's something I never would have done in the city I well, mean I wasn't able to do that yeah, in the city. You, you, or, literally you know like... I've never had a real practice space in the city actually and you know you walk outside after having some drinks and you know it's like the most fun thing in the world to do And I was doing that a lot, and um, uh, yeah, I don't. Other than that, I don't know how to how to try and get my head around. You know, like does walking around a beautiful lake, you know, change the way that I think about? Well, no, I mean there's but there's a lot of. I mean, but in practical ways too. Like I was thinking, you know, if you go to like garage sales and estate sales a lot upstate, and we went, some friends of mine stumbled on this guy's estate sale who he'd recently passed away and he had so much cool stuff. But it was just like this kind of hippie hell hole kind of like, cra- I mean, not hell, like really hippie, like community. Com- yeah. Just yeah. hilarious place with really funny art. And, yeah. and he had these two guitars and one was a, um, 12 string Epiphone, like sixties guitar. Yeah. And I bought it and I wrote a lot of the songs on that guitar. And it just kind of just like the prettiest sounding yeah. instrument I've ever played. Um, and that's com- totally affected the album and the songwriting. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't have found that guitar in the city. And if I had, it wouldn't have been $200 and I wouldn't have been able to buy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's like so a butterf- that's
0: the butterfly effect version of right. how moving upstate affected Well, that it.
1: and that's a real that's a real thing. You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. But but there's all you know, I mean, there's but there's also like sort of a lot to kind of like unpack from what you said, too, from Standpoint of, I mean, this is something that I, I don't think people living outside of the city think of, again, from like a very, like, kind of practical, pragmatic perspective of mm-hmm. like, we were just talking about the place that you're staying right now, and mm-hmm. that, you know, I guess the landlord was like complaining that, like, there were like loud sounds, and it's not, you know, and I've got. <laughs> Uh, Like right now, the place I'm living in, uh, a bass player just moved in upstairs. Uh And I really want to, I'm like, (laughs) you know what, I'm super in favor of people playing the bass. I think it's great, but like nothing (laughs) penetrates a wall more than an electric bass. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, but that's something, you know, people think about like, obviously like New York and like Chicago and these other cities as being like this big like epicenter of music but then the like kind of the irony of it is is that like you can't, oh. you can't sit in your your apartment and play electric oh, guitar Oh know it's day.
1: such it's something I don't know if there's been like a study or someone should make a documentary but I mean it's really it is really shocking like I mean I was really lucky that a friend let us practice in his space for three days um and it was actually a pretty big room for yeah. New York but it's still like not a creative environment at all it's not conducive to being well especially creative now, but I mean yeah. once once you get used to it you know I guess you it's fine and, and you, when you don't know anything better but yeah just to be in a windowless small room yeah. with just like gear piled up to the ceiling around you with really bad lighting and all, all that kind of stuff it's just it's not it's not the most conducive environment for creating stuff but that said you know you you can make stuff up anywhere. And, you know, yeah. someone would say, well, you're a pussy if you can't, like, just make stuff up. And some, what what difference does it make? And, I, and I'm kind of you're in that school. You're not creative, pussy. I'm just like, I'm kind of in that school of thought, too. But, I mean, it's just, it is really nice to be able to yeah. just be as loud as you want and yeah. have a lot of space to move around. And, you know, it's better. It's way better.
0: But you also said before... <laughs>
1: But, I mean, and that was a nice space. I mean, I've been in some like really yeah. tiny practice spaces in New York, and I was like, "How do people do this?" And and you you nailed it on the head. So it's like, yeah, you think of New York as being this yeah. musical, you know, whatever it is. But the the way that people have to play and practice here, are, it's so oppressive.
0: Well, I went. I had um, it's the most oppressive
1: place <laughs> in the whole country to to make music.
0: I I had, I had John Spencer on the show, and yeah. like we went to his practice space. Yeah, and it was like. You know, it's like, John, like, it's like John Spencer, right? He's like... He's John Spencer, you know what I mean? Right. Like, he's been around for a long time and people know who he is. But, like, we went to his place and it was, like... It was underground. Yeah. It was, like... You know, like, he could have... It, it might as well have just been, like, lined with, like, fruit preserves or something. Right. It's just, like, an underground, like, right. dank space. And right. that's kind of the best you can do. But you, when you were talking before, like, music, musically about the difference between the last album and this album, I mean, you used you used the word claustrophobic yeah. to, to describe the last one. So like, again, like from a really practical perspective of how the new place has impacted the music, like, you know, th- like physically, like you're able to spread out more. And if the yeah. songwriting is around just like getting a bunch of people together in yeah. an abandoned factory to play music, I mean, it yeah. sounds like it's really like manifested itself in a pretty clear way on yeah. this record.
1: Well, and and the way that they were recorded I mean, you to go even further It's just like the last album was recorded In a really great studio, at DFA We did all the basic tracking there But that's, you know, underground in the West yeah. Village yeah. And, um, and this album was recorded in a barn With no separation at all You know, so yeah. how could they not sound different?
0: Do you ever have a moment where you're like Okay, I moved upstate and now we're recording in a barn <laughs> Like what am I Like what is going on Like, am I...
1: Uh, I mean I know that there's some in between but
0: <laughs> No no I mean nuts. it's just like It's funny I mean you yeah, know and, and the album's really great but but at the same time it's like Maybe this is a little on the nose for like now right. I'm gonna like move away from New York Yeah and but I kind of
1: wanted to do that and it wasn't There were a lot of like funny coincidences surrounding yeah. that Like the guy Clemens Neiper is this German fellow Who recorded the album He went to college with one of my bandmates we, I just liked him instantly. He's a really great guy, and coincidentally, he lives in a house that my brother used to live in, and the barn where the studio now is just used to like store, yeah, family furniture and stuff like that. So like that to me was too much of a coincidence to not, yeah, want to work with him, yeah. Um, and I happened to love like all the recordings he'd made before, and yeah, it was. I mean, it was all it's all about connections, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they're kind of forced or you make them up or whatever, yeah. but there has to be some sort of like, uh, uh, you know, I have to feel connected to somebody to want to work with them.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's also, it's all like, uh, like the, and the flip side of that is, it, is you can't, I mean, it would be stupid if something felt right. It would be stupid to not do it because it seemed like it was a little too on the nose To to sort of back away from it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, this was a really great experience because because you know he didn't have to pay rent you know I mean yeah it, it was like we had all the time in the world you know how like long we did it record- take well we we tracked for like four weeks basically and then yeah. mixed he mixed for like another four weeks basically.
0: Yeah. because you you know and you know you know that if you didn't do that 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 you know you'd be recording the album in a studio and then, then that at some point you would have that experience where you're like like fuck like we could have could have like you know recorded in oh, yeah. barn and spent yeah. four weeks doing this but
1: i i like both methods i mean to to but record you for five it, days not doing it
0: differently or not like oh, taking yeah. advantage of, of the sure. situation. for sure
1: but there's something to be said about only having five days and having to make decisions like immediately yeah. like okay what's the good t- what's this guy gonna play you know and this one part we have you know half an hour and that's it yeah and that's what it is. And I like that too.
0: Well, yeah, well, I was I was talking I was talking to somebody about this about um the difference between um you, you know, uh John Vanderslice, yeah, he's got he's yeah, got the of course. the big yeah. like analog like I guess two now analog studios in the Bay area and and um you know, when he's talk when he was talking about the difference between recording on on analog and digital, he was saying like, you know, you sit there with Pro Tools and like you you spend like 4 hours working on like the the level of the snare on a certain song, and you kind right. of you kind of kill it a little bit when you're that much of a perfectionist right that maybe like there's something to be said for I don't know if accident is a right word, but there's something to be said for just like leaving something in place that maybe isn't quite perfect right are yeah. you are you a perfectionist when it
1: no now when no. it comes to those kinds of tech- like the snare sound yeah no yeah because I don't know what necessarily <laughs> affects I mean I I have an idea where I say like can we have the snare sound sound like this and I'll yeah. play them a song that I like the sound of it Oh that's cool. Them being like yeah, one producer. person Yeah. That person. Um
0: what were So there's the, that
1: but I don't know how to achieve that. But so. what
0: were the like when when you were when you were thinking about this album I mean that that that's that's really interesting to me that like you had like specific songs in mind like what were did you have, like, a little, like, playlist of, like, hey, oh, yeah. this would be a great-sounding album if all these songs were on it?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and I sent that to Clemens, yeah. and, you know, he listened to it, and, and well, he tried to copy those things. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's just, like, I'm a firm believer in copying you yeah. know and inevitably you're not going to get it quite right so whatever comes out of that is what well, yeah you get but then in you're
0: experience. copying like if you're copying a snare sound it's not like you're, i mean you know oh, but i like songs. copying
1: i like copying all <laughs> kinds of things you know like yeah. the, the you know you name it a guitar solo um a lyric you know like the delivery and everything i like yeah. to try to
0: copy what was the what was the <laughs> playlist for this
1: um, I mean, I could pull it up, but it wasn't anything too obscure. I mean, a lot. Some for guitar sounds, it was like some, some Neil Young stuff, and for some of the louder, like you know, for the song "Sweetest Girl," which is on the album, like wanted it to be a little bit like a couple of Soft Machine songs, mm-hmm. and um, uh, there's a Fleetwood Mac album called. Um, Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm spacing on what
0: it's called. Um, Should I just start naming? For well,
1: them? it's a, it's kind of an obscure one. It's, it's not... Did Like it, early it's, period? Yeah, 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 yeah. The song that I love is called Sands of Time.
0: Okay. Like it's the, on Future Games. The okay. album's called Future Games. Is that a Peter Green era? Or? No, it's right after Peter okay. Green.
1: And I can't... I'm sorry, my brain is frozen. But that album I really like the sound of. And... Um, what else? Even, like, a couple of songs, you know, like, Funkadelic. I gave him a couple <laughs> of Funkadelic songs. Um, uh, Yeah.
0: That's an interesting one. Are there, like... uh? And see, now, now, see, now this is making me want to go back and listen. Like, like which... Is, is there? Is there, like, a more Funkadelic song on the well, record? Well, there's a song
1: called Two Versions of Tomorrow yeah. that does not sound like Funkadelic by yeah. any means. But I wanted to listen to that again because I wanted it to sound... Yeah, kind of funky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or your or your version of funky. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, It's interesting though. Like the very least, they're all kind of like roughly around the same time period.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's uh, you know, I've never. uh, That's because that's the decade I was born in, or whatever. You know, I mean, I definitely seem to like music from the seventies.
0: Do you, you know, are you are you? Do you get like a little bit of joy like when you like? I assume that in, on some level or sometimes you're, like, reading reviews, like, is it when somebody's like, Neil Young on a song, and you're like, yeah, okay, like, we got, people got what we were going for.
1: Yeah, I mean, a reference, like, Neil Young is so...
0: Sure, it's yeah. easy, but... Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: I'm not that impressed if someone says, oh, okay. that Okay, <laughs> like, funkadelic, this is... Yeah, or someone said, oh, this reminds me of... yeah." yeah. Uh, e- it's good if, if someone can be bothered to notice the music at all yeah you know that's always good
0: um the when you know again when we're talking about like songwriting um and when we when you said when you were like sort of naming some of the ways that um the new place affected the music i mean okay like band and and the instrument but um like thematically at all is like kind of like getting out of the city for a little while did that affect that group of songs
1: Lyrically, yeah. No.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. If, n- I would say no. Yeah. I would say no. No.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> um, well, there was, I mean, because, you know, I, I, um, and, and part of the reason why I asked. I mean, sorry, well, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, part of the reason why I asked is because there was that really good, uh, that really good single about New York. Like, yeah. that song was great. Yeah. Um, was that planned for the album?
1: No, it wasn't. That was um, my uh, friend Sarah Magenheimer like, is an artist, and fake she's alphabet or... False, False Alphabet City, False Alphabet City. city. Yeah, yeah, she was working on an art piece that she asked me to be in, where I play a New York City DJ. Uh-huh. And um, she wrote a script that I was, you know, acting in quotation marks, like you know, reading from the script for this video. And then she was doing a residency at this gallery, and she asked if I would perform at the gallery. Um, and she was going to film that as well. So I asked, we were in the middle of recording the album. Yeah. So I asked the guys to come with me, and I took her script and just took out chunks and tried to figure out how to turn some of it into songs. Mm. So the best one was False Alphabet City, and I liked it so much. And I worked on it some more, and then, the, you know, my bandmates had came back a few months later, and we were just like, let's, you know, we, we recorded it. Yeah. And I, it didn't fit on the album, in my mind, because of what you're saying. It, thematically, it did not fit yeah. because it's so specific to New York. And and I wanted to put it out there first because it's about, you know, loving and hating New York City. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it was clever or whatever to, you know, put it out before the album, which is, is not about New York City at all.
0: It's interesting. I mean, it's going to... I mean, obviously, if it was on the record um it would have a very definite impact on you know people who you know the, the sort of people who like follow your stuff to such a degree that they know like <laughs> where all these things are recorded that putting right. that sort of like anti is in the right word i don't know like i don't know what would you it, maybe like disillusioned or Uh um, that that, but but that, but that, that would be a way that, that would kind of like frame the record. But, but at the same time, like just having that sing come out as a single, like pretty close before the album came out. It's like clear that, you know, like, I guess like when you, sort of juxtaposed it to, it's hard not to think of the album as being kind of a response to that. Yeah. No,
1: I mean, that was a, totally the point. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to to, to, to preface the album. You yeah. Know, to yeah. Set up the album. And I'm glad that you got that. I don't think that many people would even care or pay attention to that. But yeah. Um, if that puts the other songs in a different kind of context, that's good.
0: Yeah. Are, are, are the songs... Are any of the songs about New York at all or is it of kind of incidental? New
1: York. I mean, the first song on the album, you know, is kind of about a conversation that, you know, was actually, you know, from like something that happened in the city. But then the conversation, you know, extended to like back when I was back home upstate and yeah. there's like a line about like walking over a bridge and that's like, you know. About New York, I guess <laughs> but aside from that song, I can't yeah. think if any of the other ones have any no the I mean the other song that has like really specific sorts of references to me that and I don't know if anyone else would pick up on that either is about this is the last song on the album, and that's about walking around in london mm. um and there's only a few little words that might give that away, but uh other than that, no. None of the other songs are specific to New York.
0: When when you were talking about putting the Alphabet City <laughs> song together, um, you know, it sounded like I, I I might have misunderstood you, but it sort of sounded like you were it was kind of almost like a collage where you're getting these like pieces of lyrics from her. Is that was that how that was put together? Yeah. So
1: she, it was a script that was maybe four or five pages yeah. long, and so I just tried to take chunks of the script. Yeah. That made sense together That would sound good in a song Okay um, And so So she credited as a out. She's I, I gave her some songwriting okay. Credit on that But um, you know like Like the talking part At the end I wrote In a couple of the yeah. lines I wrote And then the rest are from her script
0: But it's... they weren't
1: necessarily In that order No you know but
0: I mean that's And that's what I was going to ask Because that's like a really It's a kind of an interesting way To To write a song I mean And I know I know a lot of people kind of do that. It's not Uh quite stream of consciousness. It's a little bit like the kind of like the William Burroughs, like, what did he, I can't remember what he called it, but he used to just like, so basically like piece together phrases. And, um, I mean, it sounds like a good opportunity, although you were already in the process of like working on the album, so you know, maybe you didn't need to write any more songs, but you know, at the very least, and in the same way that, again, you weren't collaborating with them directly, but if you're, you know, working in this this kind of like Warhol thing, I mean, it's nice to... Find some ways to kind of get you out of like where you are every single day and the process of again forcing isn't quite the right word but the the process of like okay I have to sit down and write a song like it's kind of nice to give yourself like little exercises
1: oh for sure I mean and I'm looking at that Seth Meyers mug right now but another job that I had in between albums was playing in the house band sometimes okay Um, and I did it I did it several times and sometimes for a week at a time and, um, that was a great, great lesson, learning experience, yeah. whatever for me, because we would meet every day in the morning and write all the material that we would play that night. Yeah. And that was, you know, sitting in a room with four other, four or five other musicians who I'd never played with before and yeah. just being like, okay, Eleanor, you got anything, you know, just being like, oh, okay, how about this? And yeah, great. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's a song, you know, and just not being precious about it at all. Yeah. And, And then, you know, sometimes just playing something once and playing it on, you know, national National TV is (laughs) like really crazy and really exciting and weird and fun. Um, So that was a good way for me to learn how to write quickly and not be too critical and um, know that I could sit down and just write a song today. Like if I had to write a song when you left right now, I could do it, you know. Oh, and not, and not
0: that wasn't something you could do before Well I think
1: Well I could I just didn't know that I could Okay You know And I didn't have enough I didn't have confidence in that I, I could
0: Yeah um, I didn't have
1: confidence that I could do it You know So To me that was A big part of You know By by the time Like I said By the time I really started saying like Okay I gotta get the album ready To go Or get the material ready Like Having that experience yeah. Really helped me Do that When it came down to like
0: Getting it out the door. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Eleanor Friedberg. Thanks so much to her for taking the time to do that. That is a conversation that I've been trying to have for probably a couple of years now. Uh, when, when her last record, personal record, came out... In, uh, in in 2013, I was trying really hard to get her on the show. Uh, I guess this was probably actually toward the beginning of uh, starting up Well. Uh, trying really hard to get her on the show, but she was super busy and touring and all these other things. Uh, did have a chance to see her live around that same time. She opened up for uh, the Long Winters. They were doing a reunion show here in New York. Uh, and man, so so you know, I've I was a fan of of, of the fiery furnaces and and her work with that group, but. I, I, you know, I think she's really Come into her own In a, a really wonderful way With um, songwriting and, and performing And just really, like, owning a room You know, seeing her at I think it was um, Bowery Ballroom, maybe, maybe Which is, you know, not a small venue uh, by By any measure And she just, like just, just own the place. It was. I, I hate this is like a cheesy comparison to draw, but you know, I felt like seeing like Patti Smith in 1975. I'll highly recommend. If you get a chance to see her live, absolutely take that opportunity. Uh, Get her new record. It's really wonderful. It's called New View. Uh, Get personal record. Um, I'm just a big, big fan of everything she does and really, really enjoyed that conversation. So thanks so much to her for taking the time to do that. Uh, Thanks to Elizabeth and Jacqueline for setting it up. Uh, Thanks to Brian, as always, for editing the show together. Uh, Thanks to uh, everybody at the Boing Boing Podcast Network. If you like the show, many other fine shows for you to check out over at boingboing.com. You can check them out over at iTunes. And while you're over at iTunes, please take the opportunity to, uh, to rate, rate and review the show if you liked what you heard. That's how, we, that's how we entice more people to come on to our wonderful five-star show. If you've got any feedback, it's rwildcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr. That's rwildcast.tumblr.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. I think that's about all I got. Uh, we'll be back just about this time next week. Maybe even before that. Got to... Uh, another episode or two that uh, i want to get out in the near future so we might uh, be shoving out (laughs) real quick as well uh so stick around we will be back at some still undetermined amount of time with another episode of reyl